guys so you are listening to uncork with court i am your host courtney and i am back for a long awaited round two uh i know it's been quite a while uh, a lot of stuff is going on uh it's pretty much like an excuse but hey if you forgive me it's all good if you mad about it whatever um basically i hope like you know you're having a great day great night uh, I hope you have a glass of wine. As you know, on this podcast, we are sipping and talking, and we're going to get down to some nitty-gritty things. Uh, today, the wine that we are sipping on is the Woodbridge. It's a Savon Blanc. I think I said that right. Savion Blanc. Something like that. <laughs> Savion Blanc. Y'all know what it is. It's white wine. And as you can hear, someone else is here with me. Uh, my One of my closest and longest uh friendships that i have had we've been friends since freshman year of high school it's tiffany hennings so to be here i'm so excited i get to be on the episode with courtney <laughs> we're gonna get into some real topics y'all it's gonna be lit <laughs> yeah so pretty much uh tiffany is here in town uh, she came with some of her other friends, you know, to just enjoy Las Vegas, be down on the strip, you know, party, do the damn thing that you can do here in Vegas. So I just had it where I wanted to do a episode with her. Um, she was pretty excited about it. She wanted to do one and she kind of got me off my ass to actually I did. do one. So <laughs> it's great. <laughs> So, um, basically, with this episode, we are going to be talking about us as women when it comes to intimacy. Um, Tiffany actually kind of was a little creative with it. She came with it, uh, basically, intimate uh, energy. Um, So, basically, just with us women, once we owning our sexuality, owning our energy when it comes to being intimate, not being afraid to say what we like, what we don't like, and not putting up with BS that men try to project onto us. Uh, <laughs> <to> her. <laughs> so without further ado, let's get into it. Um, so we're gonna start off, Tiffany, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself, you know where you're from, where you live, how old you are, you know, what you do for a living, that sort of jazz. Okay. Well, my name's Tiffany, as Courtney has already mentioned. Um, I am 27. That number still just sounds so old. Even though, you know, we're in our 20s, we're still so young, and there's still so much learning that we have left to do mm-hmm. as we navigate these 20s. But 27 just feels so big. Remember when we used to call 30-year-old women? Oh, my like, And the fact that we creeping up on that age is, wow. Anyways. <laughs> it was definitely a lot of times where this weekend she would remind me, like, we're going to be 30 soon. It's just like, why are you saying this? Like, why are you keep repeating it? <laughs> Man, because I'm trying to get used to how that sounds, but... Yeah, I'm 27. Um, I've been living in the, I'll say, DMV area because I was living in Maryland from 2017 to 2020. And then I moved to Northern Virginia um, in the middle of the pandemic, actually. So that was eventful. 
Um, so I've been living in Alexandria for the past year. And um, yeah, it's a vibe out there. I love, I love DC. I love VA. Um, it's just a lot of young, successful black men and women out in that area. And not to say, obviously, they're everywhere, but out there, entrepreneurship is just really celebrated. So it's exactly the it is exactly the place for me because as a small business owner, I think that people, you know, really appreciate what I'm doing. So I actually own a music education company that specializes in beginner to intermediate classical music training. Um, so right now we're just piano, but I'm hoping to expand to be voice, guitar, strings, flute, all that kind of stuff. But right now we're piano only, small but mighty. I have about 32 students right now. So check me out, TiffanyOnKeysLLC.com. Shameless plug. Sorry. And hey, now, <laughs> plug away. <laughs> so yes, TiffanyOnKeysLLC.com. Shout out to my media and web designer, Corey Talton, back from SEMO days, you know. Um, we are, yeah, we are definitely in the business of educating um, from the music perspective. That's so important. Don't take for granted music education. So, so important. Put your kids in music education. Um, but yeah, as far as the vacation, we actually came out here because Usher is doing his residency. That was such a good concert, you guys. If you can make it out. I'm jealous. If you can make it out <laughs> to see Usher before his residency is over. I think it's over in September. Oh, I get tweets. Yeah, see, see if you can just squeeze in there. It's such a good show. He sounds incredible. Like, I guess he was putting in work in the gym because he did not sound winded. Or like he was 40-something years old. Like he sounded crisp, clear, um, just like he did, you know, in the 90s and 2000s. So a lot of money they paying him for his residency. He better be crisp and on point. That's facts. That's real. <laughs> so we came for the residency. We came, um, saw the show on Friday. And then, yeah, um, after the show, we could just kind of like spent the weekend here. Um, the last time I was here... I was 23, um, had significantly less money, <laughs> and was also in a relationship. And now I'm single. I probably have double the money that I had back then. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, just like I've, you know, obviously in four years, y'all know the difference between 23 and 27. It's just like. You go through so much in your early 20s, and then, like, once you get to those mid and late 20s, you just have a totally different perspective about people, relationships, just everything. So, it was definitely a different experience. Like, I would, we would hit certain spots that me and one of my other best friends, Lauren, we actually came down here for her 22nd birthday at the time. Um, so, y'all can do the math, but, um, we would go to certain places that me and her had been and everything would feel so familiar but it's hard it's hard to articulate like everything felt familiar and I was getting deja vu but it wasn't quite as like 
just excited. Like, I wasn't as, like, impressed. I don't know. Like, maybe that sounds like me being a little bit jaded. But, like, I remember back then, like, everything just seemed, like, bright, shiny, new. <laughs> yeah, all that. Um, but I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, me being single, I've been more receptive, I'll say. I'm not necessarily searching or, you know, trying to hunt down a relationship or anything like that. Like, I believe everything in divine timing. But I will say I have been more receptive to meeting, you know, men and women, to be honest with y'all. Um, <laughs> I've been more receptive to meeting people in general if the attraction and the vibe is there. Look, we are open on here, so. <laughs> and so with that being said, like, you know, have, you know, we did run into some men. Courtney, you want, do you want to cut in and we'll talk about this part? Before we get into that, because that's basically the nitty-gritty, the juicy part of it. Before we get into that, though, uh, you did bring up a really good um, point where you were saying how, of course, things were different as far as when you were 23 mm-hmm. and now that you're 27 being here in Vegas. I did want to kind of get your input as far as because, like I said, you know, we're approaching that age, we're approaching 30. And, of course, when we were younger, thinking, like, okay, you know, your life pretty much is over. Like, you know, once you hit your 20s, it's like, oh, that's the time to live. And then once you hit 30 or even 25, it's like, things are over. Like, that's what you're thinking when you're younger. What Which is, is crazy. It, it is crazy because, honestly, so crazy. they say now 30s are the new 20s, honestly. But it's like, what would you, advice would you give honestly a young 23 year old when it comes to you know life getting older because a lot of younger you know women especially in their early 20s you know they believe that they have to have certain things figured out by a certain age or do certain things or have certain things uh, accomplished what's the advice that you would give to younger girls in their early 20s um i would say Try and start thinking about what you really want for your life as soon as possible. I think that we take for granted time. We really take for granted time. And so I think that if I would have taken a little bit more um, initiative, I'll say, Mm -hmm. into figuring out exactly what I want to do, who I want to do it with, um, just everything that I want in life as far as goals and what I'm looking for in my relationships and all that because I feel like sometimes we get so caught up in you know what other people have going on or what we think other people might want for us that we don't look inward and actually figure out well, what is it that I want for myself because I think that's something that's really easy you want validation from the people that you love and care about like you want validation from your friends you want validation from your family want validation from random folks on the street to be honest like you want you know you you want to feel like people admire what you're doing but none of that really matters if you're not happy with it it honestly it took me a long time to realize that I never really wanted to uh, I never really wanted to teach college music I just thought that that was like the 
the thing that would make my parents feel comfortable with me working in music yeah. um, is me having a steady nine to five with benefits and all that corporate stuff <laughs> that people who work in schools get. I don't get none of that, you know. <laughs> like I'm, I'm essentially freelance slash, you know, um, my own self-employed person. Running the so. show, you running everything. <laughs> So it ain't, ain't no bit ain't no benefits, bitch. Like ain't no, <laughs> ain't no benefits. <laughs> I gotta figure all that stuff out on my own. But it's worth it because I'm doing what I want to do. I'm doing it. I'm living on my own terms. Like I'm figuring this out because I woke up and realized while I was at Howard University because that was the whole reason I moved to the DMV was to work at Howard or to um, go to school at Howard. I mean, and. I just realized, I was like, I don't want to do this. Why Why am I going to put myself through school, get the master's, get the doctorate, work in a university, and feel like I'm so limited in something that is just comfortable, it's just safe. Mm -hmm. So first and foremost, really think about what you want, not what your parents want, not what your friends want, not what any of your other family associates want for you. Think about what you that's probably the best piece of advice that I have. That's, that's, that's great. That was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, that was that was that was great. I honestly feel like if, at least for me personally, if I had someone who was older, and not saying that I didn't wasn't around older um, girls when I was in my early twenties. But I feel like if I would have had a close female who was in her late 20s who honestly sat down and gave me advice similar to what you said, you know, I at least would have been thinking about things differently. Probably still would have thought that, oh, I had to have certain things together. I'm rushed for time and, you know, looking at the next, you know, big time social media influencer that, you know, is the same age as me that's making, you know, possibly millions of dollars on YouTube or just making money off of Instagram and I wasn't there yet and yeah and it's like pretty much you know it's it's really true where it's like you can't you know basically compare yourself and judge your journey based off someone else's mm -hmm. you know we all have it where there are certain things that will come according to plan you know I am a firm believer that you know my life is predestined that God has a plan for all of us and you know, we'll get to those points in our lives when we're supposed to. Things happen when they're supposed to, whether, you know, you're, you know, 20 years old or you're 50, it's going to happen in a perfect time. So I really do, you know, appreciate, you know, that piece of advice that you gave. That that was that was beautiful, honestly. Um, it resonates with somebody listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Okay, so now I would say... Um, what we were going to get into before I did ask that question. Um, I did want Tiffany to kind of, in a way, give a little story time of, you had a pretty interesting experience um, occur while we were here. Um, you know, being here in Vegas, being on the strip, here to have fun, to party, so of course, you know, going to the clubs and stuff, you're gonna meet, you know, guys, girls, more so guys um and things do transpire and yeah and sometimes things don't you know ha 
happen the way he wants them to. And <laughs> and that's putting it mildly. mildly. But um, yeah, I did want you, uh, Tiffany, to kind of, you know, just explain, you know, that interesting experience that we had to where, honestly, we, we at least for me, it, it, it was going to have problems. Um, it was going to cause problems and, you know, I wasn't going to be afraid to confront anyone because what happened was pretty, you know, just... Let's talk about how Courtney has been with the... I mean, it, it <laughs> says pretty, we were for... It was so lame, guys. It was so lame. It was so just... But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, like she said, been with for a minute um <laughs> and it was no difference Court was weekend. already my friend that's like what's up what's going on like what where where are we going what are we doing because like, i i don't like to i don't i whether you're a friend of or not of me uh not saying like an enemy but whether we're close friends or we're acquaintances or we just met i do not condone men disrespecting of females and vice versa i don't like where females disrespect men i i just i don't condone it and it's just something where there is a certain level of respect that has to happen mm -hmm. to where you may not know someone but to you know lie to you know say um things that are untrue to have somewhat i, I would even say kind of like a little malicious intent to where it's just not it's not needed it wasn't asked it wasn't asked of you to do you pretty much just came up with this statement just off the top of your head i i, I just really don't condone it and it really did it really i'm gonna say it really pissed me off um but yeah i mean you know what what exactly happened to me can you please explain to people what what occurred <laughs> try not to drag this out because I hate a podcast where folks want to talk all around the story and get to the nitty gritty so be, be, be careful of your choice of words I mean we are recording live so okay. <laughs> alright so let's call him okay okay so First of all, he, the way he approached me, honestly, I should have already knew he was about to be on some BS. He approached me. He so he approached me, well, he approached our group, really. Um, when we were, we had our own section in Daylight Beach Club. That was a cool club. That was a cool vibe. Um, at the Mandalay Bay Resort, which is where me, my friend Jasmine, my friend Brandon, as we were staying there, court actually met up with us there. And Mandalay, the publicist or anybody PR listening, you know, if you want to just like, you Throw know, hook some. me up with some free promotion, <laughs> something like that, you know, we plug y'all in. Come on, you know, you know. Oh, show him, show him. So we were there at the club. The way he approached me was a little aggressive. I didn't like that. Like, I don't like that. I understand you've been drinking, you had a drink in your hand, you probably, they were um, all very live, very turned. But handling your liquor, we're all grown as hell here. Like, you being drunk is no excuse for you to approach 
anybody without some kind of decency and respect. So he came up on me, handsy. I was like, I, I'm a, do a duct tape. Like, whoa. <laughs> he, like, the way he came up on me, you would think that we had already met before. Like, he came up, hands was on my back, and then all of a sudden, I felt a little pop, like, a little pop on my ass cheek. I was like, oh, no. And, like, he knew to walk away from me quickly. Like, I guess he just knew. So that's how he approached me. He approached me talking about some what y'all what y'all doing, like what y'all getting into, you look good, blah, blah, blah. Then he said something real sick. He was like, it's the tiger stretch for me. Talking about my stretch marks on my head. And I mean, <laughs> I get, you know, that guys are, you know, basically now, especially if you are, you know, a user on TikTok, uh, you know, people are more open now to saying, you know, certain things that the other mm-hmm. gender may not know that the other gender likes. You know, mm-hmm. found out now, you know, guys actually big stretch marks, which is cool. That's but that was kinda weird. <laughs> it was very it was very weird. He was like, It's a tiger stretch for me and then he like popped the side of my ass. I was like like I was so stunned because I'm not gonna lie, I I have been drinking as well. So Casamigos <laughs> was no joke, alright? So <laughs> I've been drinking too, so I was very stunned. My like reaction time to the situation was not what I wanted it to be. Then he called himself mosey back over, and I was like, uh-uh, no, sir. We we have issues already. And he was like, what would I do? I was like, you put your hands on me without consent. I literally said it just like that. Mm-hmm. And he looked so shocked. He was like, what? Like, I... I don't know, like, I just felt a vibe, like, it was okay for, no, no, it's not you feeling a vibe, like, men need to realize, it is okay, no woman is going to look at you crazy, if you ask permission, is it okay if I put my hand right here, if you don't know somebody, and you're approaching them in a public setting, private setting, there's nothing wrong with confirming verbally that it's okay, to put your hands on somebody. Now, after that initial consent has been established, then yeah, you don't gotta ask every single time. Like, it don't gotta be every single step of the way. But that initial contact, don't just don't just touch me like that, bro. Like, I don't like that. So I checked him on that, and then he relaxed, and then he actually he did start asking permission and all that. And I was. I was like, I since you asked permission, like, all right, fine. Now, mind you, I need to say this straight away. I'm all about women establishing what their boundaries are. This is another piece of advice I have for young women. Establish what your boundaries are early on so that nobody can sway you either way. If you know exactly what it is you will and will not tolerate, then keep those same boundaries with whoever you're dealing with, no matter what it is. Know what your boundaries are, and then enforce those boundaries with people. So my personal boundary, just me personally, I don't sleep men the first night that I meet them. Like That's just my own personal boundary. Everybody else has their boundaries. Mine, I just like, it's something about it that just doesn't sit right with my spirit. I'm a Pisces, I'm sensitive as hell (laughs) to other people's energies and without me knowing somebody, I'm just not going to 
I'm not going to feel comfortable being that vulnerable and exposing myself to someone I don't know, like, just straight away. It's just not going to sit right for me. Now, if you want to go out and, you know, have fun and all that, use protection and all that, I'm not trying to say that there's an issue if you do do that. I just, that's just not something that I personally am comfortable with. So, word choice just sounds like I, I'm getting into the zodiacs now. It just sounds like a Pisces. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm a Sag. I'm a fire sign. So take that as you will. But uh, fire and water, bro. It's a miracle. Take that as you will. It is a miracle that we have been friends for as long as we have. It's crazy. Um, but yes. So with that being said, it was very late by the time we got back up with these guys. Like. I'm not going to get into the details, but um, we had to address a situation that happened amongst our group of friends. Um, and when that situation was a little bit more um, handled and not as inflamed, <laughs> uh, that might be another episode if we talk to our <laughs> friends and get permission to talk about it. But we haven't talked to them, so I don't know if they would be cool with us talking about it. But anyways... <laughs> Situation had to be de-escalated. Once it was, by the time that happened, it was like four, five o'clock in the morning at this point. And the guy still wanted to see us. Now, mind you, I will take accountability. Men, if they got women coming through in the middle of the night, they most likely are making assumptions. Let's talk about that. Should a man assume that if he got a woman coming through at a certain hour, should he assume that he's gonna get some Oh, oh, oh. Should he assume that? And Sarah, should a woman even be okay? If you know off top that you're not going to sleep with a man, should you even go pull or um, pull up to the crib past a certain hour? Are you setting yourself up? I think with that, I love it how basically, you know, tables were turned around. Basically, I became, you know, the person that's being interviewed. She became host. Um, <laughs> but uh, I would say for me, you know, everyone's different. Um, I, one thing, guys, who learn about me, I am not the type of person to, you know, judging. Like, literally, I am so open to, mm -hmm. you know, what it is that someone feels uh, they like to do. As long as you're not harming anybody, putting anyone in a dangerous situation, uh, bullying, uh, having malicious intent, I am like, you know what, live your life, do what you want to do. Um, but I would say for me, not only would I say, you know, a conversation needs to be had, but also it really just goes off of vibes. Um, Facts. I, I will say that I will say vibes do get tricky sometimes, but I would say pretty much like you know, 85 90% of the time, you know, if you're vibing with someone, you know, you're talking, you're getting to know each other, wherever the conversation is going towards, body language, all the type of stuff, natural chemistry. Um, really, it's just um, like I said, the vibes will tell everything, you know. that that would itself will tell you, okay, you know, is this going somewhere, is it not? But I will say that not even for just men, 
I don't think that men should assume. I don't think women should assume either because mm-hmm. I know a lot of guys who do, you know, they'll meet up with a girl. Well, I don't even want to say a girl because we are women. Uh, they'll meet up with a woman, uh, either for the first time or dating or whatever. And, you know, the woman will assume, like, okay, well, you know, he's a man. He's showing interest in me. Okay, he's down to do something. And I, I know a lot of guys have some guy friends where it's just like, no. They're not into that until they get to a certain level or a certain amount of time has passed that they've known the female. So I can't even just say men assume, I would say women as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, it really just goes off, you just have to have a conversation. Uh, have that conversation, you know, go off the vibes, you know, but if you really kind of get the vibe that a person really isn't into it, they're not trying to do anything more. They may just want to just have conversation. Um, don't force it. Don't yeah. ever force anything in life, but definitely don't force something with another individual. Um, <laughs> so I guess that's my answer to that. Um, and then, yeah. I like what you said about women don't assume either. Because it really does go both ways. Yes. Like, men assume, women assume, and you know what they say about assumptions you make. and out of yourself so okay now back to it so like I said my own personal boundary is just simply I I don't sleep with men or women for that matter on the first night that we meet and so I will take accountability for the fact that that time of night might have had implications however because they had those implications Upon arrival, within the first, I want to say, at least the first 10 to 15 minutes that I was there, I told <laughs> I told him, I was like, listen, if you think that because I'm here that we're going to have sex, then I might as well go ahead and pack it up and leave now because I'm not here for that. I think I'm attracted to you. I think you're handsome. I think we can sit here and talk and, you know, have a nice time. But it doesn't need to be physical like that. And I'm not comfortable with it being physical like that. And of course, of course, initially, it's like, oh, yeah, no problem. Like, I'm not pressed. You know, it's whatever, blah, blah, blah. Of course, initially. But it wasn't because he started to press. Like, he started to press, you know. Why do y'all, okay, I'm not trying to say y'all. I'm not trying to say y'all, excuse me. There are certain men who take a woman establishing a boundary as a challenge. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a challenge. That was me, that was just me telling you what it was and what it wasn't. But I think the issue is that sometimes men do deal with little girls who, in fact, think that it's cute to, like, say one thing and mean another. But I say what I mean and mean what I say. That's something that my mom always taught me. Don't say nothing that you don't mean. So I said what I meant, but he took it as a challenge. Like, when I tell y'all, I probably had to say the words no back up like at least 10 different times because 
I'm not gonna lie, like, it was kissing and touching and that kind of stuff, which I was fine with. Like, I was 100% fine with that. Anything within, like, the PG realm, I was fine with that. And then, like, every time we were cooling, he would push. He would push. He would push until finally I was like, all right, I'm about to go. I called court and Courtney. <laughs> I mean, so what I'm going to say is that basically the man basically like she said, she took it as a challenge to where it's like, oh, okay, she said she's not down. Mm, I gotta change her mind. Like, hmm, you think I can't? Bet. Let's try it. But, um, no, yeah, we did um, kind of go our separate ways um, to where I was hanging out with the guy that I was with. We, you know, had a nice time, whatever. We're just vibing, hanging out. Meh. And, <laughs> yes, she had to um, call me because she was ready to go. She um, wasn't, um, like I said, wasn't comfortable, was ready to go, which is completely fine. Um, and at that point, we had a little we met back up, had a discussion, whatever, and guests come to find out, just like when me and her met up to talk about what transpired, he also met up with, you know, his friend, and, you know, voluntarily. Nobody asked him. No questions. Let's just put that out there. Nobody. No one wants to know, no care, romance. But he went out of his way to say, oh yeah, we smashed. And maybe he was just trying to seem like a, you know, big dog, you know, save face, you know, whatever, whatever. At 32, if you're lying, you are lying on your, I want to get a little explicit, but you are, you're lying on your sex game at 32 years old. Like, this is I stuff mean, that we let's just call spade spade. You lying on your let, Let's just call spade spade. <laughs> like, honestly, it's, it's like, we're, we're, we're. You know, we have a word nowadays, especially, you know, we'll hear about things happening, uh, like, you know, celebrities, entertainment, especially, like, you know, in the music industry where certain rappers, singers, whatever, especially, like, you know, they'll say younger women, uh, groupies, whatever. And we'll hear about, oh, it may be times where somebody will lie and say that they smashed someone when they didn't. And we already judged that's where it's just like, why, why would you do that? Like... But to have it happen in real life, like that had never happened to me before. Not once. You can ask any of the men that I've ever been intimate with, like not one of those men were able to get with me upon the first few hours of us dealing with each other. Not one of them. So for you to think that you're just gonna come through and all of a sudden like because you want it to be a certain way that it's just going to be that, even though I'm explicitly telling you that it's going to be another way. I, I was I was appalled. And I just remember being so angry because the fact that you, the fact that I multiple times made it clear that that's not how I want it to move. So you went out of your way to lie on me because you're insecure. Because let's be honest, the only reason 
a man lies like that when it comes to dealing with women is because he's insecure about himself. You don't need to lie about anything. If you're secure about who you are as a man, you're secure about what you bring to the table, you're secure about your worth. If you feel as if you're worthy of attention from people that you're interested in, there's nothing for you to lie about. And maybe, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like also, you know, growing up, becoming older, especially as a woman, when it comes to sex and everything and being intimate, I feel that men are... I feel like they care more about what their friends think as opposed to women and their friends when it comes mm -hmm. to sex. It's right. like they care about, you know, saying like, hey, they smashed this person, how many they smashed, what they did, you know, just trying to talk their game up to get their friends approval. I mean, not saying that women don't do it, because I've I, I witnessed women doing that too, but I feel like men do it more. Now, if you disagree, you know, let me know school me but I feel like in my experience men are you know they're they're more interested in knowing and getting that approval from their friends like hey you smashed shorty or oh you smashed this many chicks or oh you had a threesome with her and her like it's just something about men with their friends when it comes to sex to where it's like it's that ego it's how they feel that their worth is measured in how they value themselves. Like, hey, if a shorty's saying, like, oh, she had a good time with me, I was putting it down, or I've been with this many chicks, you know, hey, I'm the man. You know, you can't tell me nothing. And my friends think the same thing, too. But, especially now in this day and age, in, this, in our generation, women, we're changing the way sex is viewed. I feel like now women are not saying more open. I mean, we I would say women are more open, but I feel like, you know, women are not afraid to say, I, I, I want to have sex with you. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like just women are more mm -hmm. so just like, hey, if I want to do it, you know, if you're with it, I'm, I'm going to let you know. Because um, I feel like growing up as young girls, we're kind of taught like, oh, we're, like I said, we're supposed to be ladies. Lady like and in that, you know, tone, it's that, oh, well, you know, we're not supposed to approach sex in a way where it's like, oh, you know, you want it. Or it's always has to be a man. Not saying that you have sex without emotions or anything, but we're supposed to be emotional beings. We're supposed to be the ones who, you know, we only have sex with people to where it's like, we're looking we gotta for be love. something serious. Yeah, we're looking yeah, to be in love. love or we're looking at marriage and you know, looking at things seriously yeah, while guys are more, yeah, that's over with for me. Yeah, and, and it's kind of like, you know, especially in our 20s, I mean, we grew up in the era where there was like, you know, sex in the city. We can be more open with our desires. We can be more open and forthcoming where it's like, hey, I like this, I want this, because I feel like sex and, you know, with relationships too, I mean, with anything, you're only going to find out what you like with, you know, experience, with actually trying things out, seeing if it's something that you like. Because, you know, relationships, you find out what type of partner you want, like your ideal partner by dating people, by seeing like what this person brings to the table, what I like, what I don't like, what I won't tolerate, what I actually desire in a partner. That's how you figure out what it is that you want. And I feel like sex is the same way. Do what you want.
But it's like, why are we still lying about? Like I said, honestly, call spade spade. Why? Why are we still lying on? You know, our sex game or guys still lying on their or girls are lying on their or anything like that. It's just like if you did something with somebody, cool. If you didn't, you didn't. If you didn't like what happened, you know, don't you know, kind of try to lie about it. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing about it. I I will be honest. Can I be honest on this microphone? I mean, of course. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I I do have men that I've been intimate with that I wish could be not on that list. But am I gonna lie about them being on the list? No, like. But you also don't have to share your list either. You don't have to. No, like, we, there, no there's no to, point. I don't in have time. to share my yeah. list. But I'm just saying, like, if for some reason somebody approached me and was like, "Hey, did did you get with such and such?" Like. And is one of those people who I regret. I would reluctantly be like, mm, yeah, like. <laughs> or shoot, it ain't none of your business. Like, I mean. But I'm, what I'm saying is that I don't have a reason to lie because at the end of the day, accountability is what's going to propel you forward to getting what you're actually meant to get. Mm -hmm. And accountability is what's going to keep the people that you need in your circle around you because. People don't want to hang around anybody that don't take accountability for their actions. Mm -hmm. And I know that, like, this topic with sex and stuff, like... But if you if you won't take accountability for stuff that literally does not matter, who cares who you're having sex with? You're... If, Courtney, you could tell me tomorrow that I had sex with 100 men on the street today. Just today. I, I just went know. out and had, <laughs> I just went out and had a field day. I don't care about that. That has nothing to that has nothing to do with me. So if if we're out here lying about stuff that does not matter, it didn't even matter that he didn't have sex with me that night. Nobody cared if he had sex with me that night. No or cared. Not. Nobody, Nobody asked. asked that man and he still felt the need to go out of his way to tell a lie on me to make himself feel good. Mm -hmm. Like so if you're willing to lie about stuff that literally has no relevance to anybody, then what else are you going to lie about? Like, what else are you going to um, create a situation out of that is unnecessary? Pretty intense. He did end up leaving early because we did have a few choice words one to say to him, but we honestly were able to talk it out with his friends. We don't do that. We don't, we don't tolerate that. We don't, we don't deal with that form of disrespect, you know, that line on someone's name just to make yourself look good. Like, that's that's trash. That's real lame for something that didn't transpire. That was a complete lie. And didn't matter. That's what I was so stuck on. It's like, no grown... Like, we're all grown here. Nobody who is grown and is just genuinely worried about themselves is going to care about what your sex life is. To tie it all together, don't care about if somebody's judging you based off of what it is that you may or may not be doing. Who cares? Mm -hmm. it, it's just like, it's your life. But it's just like, life's too short to be caring about what other people think or be trying to get validation from others. Mm -hmm. Life's way too short. And, and that's one thing I'll say, even just with earlier giving advice to younger women, and if we have men listening to this too, 
we're all, I'm all about being confident because I grew up, you know, especially in my late teens and early 20s where I really struggled with confidence. I really struggled with being true to myself, being confident in my own skin and standing on my own two feet and not caring about what somebody else has to say about me. I really struggled with that. And really this year, 2021, it, it really has just been amazing. Once I started to be confident in myself, and I did say this year with the uh, episode, the first episode, I've been, I've been, I've been slacking y'all. But um, I'll say once I really started to work on myself and my confidence and my self-esteem and just, you know, walking in my truth and, you know, being comfortable in my skin, a lot of things changed. A lot of things opened up for me. And I feel that it's the same way with everyone else. It's when you really, you know, start to realize who you are and start to honestly own yourself and actually be you and stop trying to be someone else or try, stop trying to seek approval from others. Possibilities are endless. Allow yourself to really enjoy life. Yeah. Y'all, don't, don't, don't be out here lying on who you've been with, who you haven't been with. That, Cause that, 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 I'm gonna keep saying again, lame. that's trash. That's trash, that's trash. Very lame. It's trash, it's trash. It's very lame. I mean, honestly guys, like I said, this kind of turned into a bashing slash therapy session. This is, I wanted this to be a space where certain topics, certain discussions we can have, talk about topics that we all can relate to. Like I said, moral of this whole episode is, I mean, I hope that, you know, you guys not only were somewhat entertained, mm -hmm. but it kind of did, it served as a therapy session. You know, work through these issues, work through these problems. We can laugh, we can joke, we can have fun, we can get angry about certain things, we can cry, be emotional. Like, let's just be open about it. Let's just, let's just keep it a hundred. Mm -hmm. But I really do want to say thank you, Tiffany, for joining me on this episode, but also really pushing me <laughs> to do this episode. Me. I, I really do appreciate it. I really it. want you to do this because honestly, like, I know you and I know that you are capable of doing so much with your creativity and just with your art. And you're so talented, and I just want you to reach your full potential. So this is just one of the many ways. Yes, me up. You have an audience. You have people that are interested. I promise in what you have to say. Um, so yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, thank you for letting me vent. <laughs> yeah, I let my friend vent. That's like it. It it, it needed to happen, but. Yeah. But it's all good. Like, honestly, it's all good. There's a first time for everything. Thank you guys for listening. Whether it was one person or hundreds of people, like, whoever's listening, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to us, you know, being open. I do appreciate, you know, support in any type of way. Uh, but, yeah, this was another episode of Uncork with Court. We didn't do our cheers in the beginning, but it's all good. Bottle's pretty much gone. Um, it's somewhere in here. Somewhere I'm about here. to refill my fresh cup right now. I mean, I got work in the morning because yeah. I am one of the people who works in corporate America. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. thank you guys again. This episode of Uncorked Report. I hope you tune in next time and have a good night.